Hey guys, welcome to the Ion Ryan Show. Uh, today we're going to be taking a look at one of my favorite things in the entire world, a little bit of professional wrestling. So this weekend is WWE's Survivor Series. It is the 31st annual Survivor Series. And truth be told, of the big four, which is the Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series, this is typically my least favorite pay-per-view. See, I believe that uh, any pay-per-view that relies on convoluted conflict, meaning, oh, we just have to conveniently stumble into a five-on-five match tends to rub me the wrong way uh this year's survivor series builds started the same way we had the convoluted brand versus brand faux brand loyalty under siege angle uh, and i really didn't think it was going to work but in the past couple of weeks wwe has done a lot to turn it around they kind of went from zero to 60 we went from jinder mahal versus brock lesnar to aj styles versus brock lesnar we went from Alexa Bliss, who I adore, versus Natalia, whose work I appreciate, but whose character I don't really love, to Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte, who is maybe one of the best professional wrestlers on the planet with no qualifiers. Uh, I'm talking men, I'm talking women, I'm talking internationally. Charlotte is in the top 10. In addition to that, our Survivor Series teams have truly shaped up to be something epic. On the Raw side, we've got Kurt Angle. We've got Triple H. We've got the biggest babyface in the company, Braun Strowman. We've got the returning Samoa Joe. And we've got one of my personal favorites, Finn Balor. On the SmackDown side, we're looking at Shane McMahon, who is entertaining, I suppose. Nakamura, who is outstanding, even if his WWE run has been a little mediocre so far. Randy Orton, who's a legend. Bobby Roode, who's finally on the big stage of the WWE, and of course, a returning John Cena. So we're going to go match by match here in a second. Uh, I do want to say I will be skipping all NXT coverage. I have not been keeping up with the product, unfortunately, but I do look forward to binge watching it as Adam Cole and Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly are three of my favorite talents on the globe right now. In addition to that, pardon any ignorance and uh, lack of nuance, as I have not really been keeping up with Raw and SmackDown, because until AJ won that belt, I had my concerns about Survivor Series. See, we obviously knew there was going to be no title changing hands, as it was all champion versus champion. I really didn't like this whole faux brand loyalty thing, as guys that hated each other a week before the Under Siege story started were fighting side by side. And really, Jinder Mahal versus Brock Lesnar just reeked to high heaven. All right, guys, so we're going to run this thing down match by match. Uh, the first thing up is Enzo Amore versus Kalisto. Now, this is a tough one because I love the Cruiserweight division. I think uh, the Cruiserweight Classic is one of my favorite memories in wrestling history, and I loved seeing the international talent and the different styles. Unfortunately, since it's been brought up to the main roster, and it's kind of been put on its own island and obviously on its own show and... Really outside of Neville, uh, the no rain has really meant a lot. Uh, I have kind of tuned out to the cruiserweights. I don't think guys like Drew Gulak are getting their fair due. Uh, I'm more interested in seeing people like Leo Rush and Ricochet and really unleash, um, really unleash that roster. Uh, let's not mire it in stupid storylines. And unfortunately, despite the fact that I love Enzo Amore and I think Kalisto is a great talent, I think this is just another goofy storyline. Uh, I hope we're building towards something where Enzo, uh, can keep this title run going and we can get very excited about 
one of the classic CWC type guys coming up and getting that belt off of him and restoring some prestige to it in its short history. Uh, next up, we've got the Intercontinental Champion, The Miz, representing Raw versus the United States Champion, Baron Corbin. Now, as I said, there will be no title changes in this pay-per-view. Uh, and this is an odd match because we've got The Miz, who people pretty much hate, versus Baron Corbin, who people definitely hate. I think the crowds can be on the Miz's side here. I think we'll see the Miz Taraj get involved. This is an opportunity for Baron Corbin to pick up a big W over not just one superstar, but three. Uh, if this ends in a no contest, that wouldn't surprise me. This is not going to be Steamvote versus Savage, um, but hopefully they can put on an entertaining match. Uh, next, we're going to look at the women's Survivor Series match. We've got Alicia Fox, Nia Jax, Asuka, Sasha Banks, and Bayley representing Raw. And on Team SmackDown, we've got Becky Lynch, Carmella, Naomi, Tamina, and to be announced. Now, uh, I'm going to have you fast forward about one minute here uh, if you don't want to hear what I think is almost definitely a spoiler. All right, you've been warned. Here we go. So the fifth member of SmackDown, I do not think will be Natalia. I do think it will be a returning page. Uh, this is a good spot for her. And um, yeah, we'll see. It'll be a great place to get her back in, or she could end up joining Team Raw. All right, spoiler over. Uh, so in this match, I personally would like to see Asuka go all the way. I would like to see her be the sole survivor. Um even if she's not the sole survivor, I wouldn't hate seeing her turn on her raw teammates to show that she is the alpha female. After all, we have to be building towards Asuka versus Charlotte. That's a match that, to my knowledge, we've never seen before. That's the kind of match that can be second to last at WrestleMania and feel like a tried and true big money fight. Not just a, uh, we'll put the girls close to the end because we're equal opportunities. Uh, no. Asuka versus Charlotte is a match that I want to see uh, that really... Outside of maybe AJ and Nakamura, if they're both on the top of their game. And yeah, honestly, Asuka versus Charlotte is probably my most anticipated match on the main roster right now. So I think we're building towards that. I'd like to see Asuka, uh, at the very least, Team Raw win. I will be astonished if Asuka is pinned. Uh, that is something that Charlotte or somebody that's not even on the main roster should be the only person that can do that. Uh, next up, we're going to look at the uh, Raw Tag Team Champions versus the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. That's Cesaro and Sheamus, The Bar, versus the Uso Brothers. Now, I cannot believe how much I like Jimmy and Jay. I got very sick of their whole face paint, you know, ziggy zaggy ziggy zaggy oi 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 kind of thing coming out. Um, all smiles. Uh, since they've transformed into... Mm, more interesting versions of themselves. I think they've been outstanding. I think what they did with the New Day in back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back matches has been uh, really, really epic. I'm so glad that they're kind of teetering more towards good guys now, I guess, especially against Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, speaking of those two, whoever thought this would work? When they had their best of seven series, I said, okay, well, this is cool. You know, we have Cesaro, who's one of my favorite guys. Uh, versus Sheamus, who can really, you know, he's a brute. He can get the job done. And you're watching this best of seven series, and you're kind of like, where are they going to go from here? And then they made him a tag team. And it's like, well, this is just going to be a goofy uh, tag team where these guys are just going to lose and eventually refeud. And I don't know. They put together this whole bar thing, and I believe it. They are the bar. They are 
two gargantuan men who like beating people up. And in wrestling, that's my favorite type of people. Guys that like to fight. Uh, I really look forward to that match, which is, which is funny. Cause as I said, I had no interest in Survivor Series, champion versus champion. Uh, but at the end of the day, what I'm starting to realize is, uh, and I'm going to steal a line here from my friend Puppet, uh, that if you don't like some of the best wrestlers in the world fighting each other in eight, 12, 15 minute classics, putting on a clinic, I'm not sure wrestling's for you. Uh, I'm going to have to let this one go and not worry about the stories and just be happy and proud that I get to see two of the best tag teams in the world go against each other. Um, yeah, so next up on the list, I guess we'll look at uh, the Shield versus the New Day. Uh, has there been a more, I- more iconic trios uh, in the WWE? Has there been more iconic trios in the WWE than New Day and the Shield in the past decade uh, i'm sure something is i'm missing something but uh the shield what's interesting about them is obviously those were three guys who were all bound for the main event uh they all won the wwe championship on this they all held the wwe championship on the same night they've headlined wrestlemanias they will headline a lot more wrestlemanias uh the new day are more tag team specialist but the reality is uh, Xavier Woods is a brilliant talent, uh, whether he stays on the mic or goes to commentary or works backstage, he's an asset to not just the WWE, but the world in general for years to come. Uh, Kofi Kingston, it's amazing the, the way this guy has reinvented himself. Um, I look at him now and there's a part of me that just says like, ah, oh, man, I would, I wouldn't hate seeing Kofi get like a a world title run eventually, you know? I mean, the guy has done it at a high level for years. Uh, and then there's Big E. Now, if you remember Big E when he was in NXT, he was the champion. And uh, he actually had this whole thing where he was so darn good um, that he had, he had to beat guys using a five count. <laughs> so uh, Big E's got a big future. Um, so while the New Day and the Shield aren't exactly, uh, when you look at them as individuals, you know, as Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose versus Woods, Big E, and Kofi Kingston, uh, they're not exactly equals, but when you consider the effect that these, uh, you know, trio teams have had on the WWE in the past five years or so, uh, nobody's been bigger, nobody's been better. This is a collision of two behemoth teams. I think ultimately, because the Shield is packed with main eventers, uh, they're probably going to win this one. And it's the first time we are seeing the three of them officially compete bell to bell. Um, but uh, either way this one ends, I think we're we're in for a really good match. Uh, also, I, I can't understate how good Dean Ambrose has been uh, since the Shield has been back together. He has reverted uh, less to his lunatic fringe personality and kind of back to the way that he was with the shield. And I think that's really impressive. I like to see that kind of character growth and that kind of nuance. Next up, we'll look at the Raw Women's Champion Alexa Bliss versus the SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair. Uh, I don't know which one of you has good enough karma that this is what this match morphed into. But thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Uh, I can't even tell you if Alexa Bliss and Charlotte have met the last time they met. 
Um, all I know is we've got two women who are at the top of their game right now. Uh, Alexa Bliss is maybe one of the most pleasant surprises to come out of NXT. If you remember, um, <laughs> you may have just heard in the background my Amazon Echo whenever we discuss Alexa Bliss in my household uh, very gladly starts to answer our questions as, you know, the Amazon Echo's name is Alexa. Um, but yeah, Alexa Bliss is one of the most pleasant surprises out of NXT. If you remember, she, her whole gimmick in NXT was like sparkles, bubbles, kisses, or whatever it was. She seemed like a cheap Bailey knockoff, uh, fitness model who is trying to be a wrestler. Uh, and then she got down with, uh, what was it, Blake and Murphy? And uh, she really showed a mean streak there. And she has just developed into one of the biggest personalities in all of WWE. Uh, and then, of course, you have Charlotte. As I said in the beginning, Charlotte's outstanding. Uh, I mean, we're looking at a woman who, uh, I mean, if we were in the Attitude Era, uh, if we were in a world of shoot fighting and whatever, she could conceivably and convincingly get victories over almost any man on the roster. Uh, and that's not just due to her physique, but to her ring IQ and her intensity. Uh, Charlotte is a, I'm not going to say, a, well, you know, she's, 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 she's one in a billion really. Um, absolutely adore her work. So Charlotte versus Alexa bliss. Um, really, we are the winners here. <laughs> It's going to be really nice to see the bratty uh, little witch that is Alexa Bliss uh, get some vicious chops from Charlotte. And uh, whoever wins here, again, we are the winners. Now we're going to go ahead and we're going to take a look at the guys match here. Uh, wow, how this thing has changed. Remember, guys, a month ago, Kurt Angle wasn't a WWE wrestler. We all assumed that he would be coming back maybe at WrestleMania. Now, here he is having his second televised pay-per-view match. Uh, I don't know if this or AJ and uh, Brock is going to close the show. Uh, I assume it will be the Team Raw one. So, yeah, Kurt Angle, it's great to see him back in the ring. Uh, he, he looks really good, and I think he's only going to get better. I'm very happy. If you remember a couple years ago, it was the pictures that would come out of Kurt Angle and the stories that would come out. It was very disconcerting. You worried about this guy's health. Uh, not just his ability to compete in the ring, but his ability to remain alive on this earth. It was very, very, very scary. Uh, but since Kurt has come back, while he hasn't been the greatest or most charismatic GM, uh, while I don't love that the audience still chants you suck at him because that's kind of off-brand and off-message, uh, I'm happy to see him get back in the ring. Uh, hopefully after this, we maybe don't see him again. Maybe, mm, I don't think he'll compete in the Royal Rumble, or at least he shouldn't. Uh, but hopefully he has a big-time WrestleMania match. So, good to see Kurt Angle. Uh, Braun Strowman, as I joked before, he's the biggest babyface in the company. And really, the journey of Braun Strowman has been ridiculous. When they did the brand split uh, in summer 2016, was it? Uh, and he broke away from Bray. It was like, well, this is just going to be silly. This is just going to be stupid. Uh, but he had a series of matches where he showed his dominance uh, he's risen to main event status with surprising restraint. Sometimes they they put a rocket on these gigantic guys and put them in matches where they don't belong. Um, Braun has done an amazing job at evolving. Uh, his music is great. I mean, his in ring move set. He's you know he's not going to win in a technical wrestling match against Daniel Bryan, but he uses his power and his size really well. It's really impressive. The crowd's always really excited to see him. Um, 
Next up in uh, on Team Raw is Finn Balor. Now, you guys know I love Finn. Uh, I'm proud that he was the first Universal Champion. I'm almost kind of happy that they didn't rush him right back into the main event picture. That feud with Bray Wyatt was abysmal, but uh, we got the ultimate assist from Mother Nature as Bray was sidelined because um, he was potentially sick because of Bo. Uh, but and getting Finn versus AJ, it was like, oh, this is what Finn Balor can do. This is awesome. So I really look for Finn to shine in that match. Uh, Samoa Joe, if... If I could rewrite history, if I could change the world, I would have had Samoa Joe take the belt off of Brock Lesnar months ago uh, and really imagine the matches we could have, the championship-quality matches we could have had with Samoa Joe, him versus Braun, him versus Roman, him versus AJ, him versus Finn, him whoever. Um, I'm happy to see Samoa Joe back. Uh, I'm very excited to see what's in his future. Uh, and then the final member of Team Raw is Triple H, guys. It, it's the game, the cerebral assassin. He's back. Uh, as you guys saw, he was the third member of the shield, which by the way, if, if, if I, you know, I'm an action figure collector and all I'm thinking right now is, uh, I hope bill over at Mattel uh, and actually, uh, action figure attack, uh, who, uh, from Instagram, who just started working at Mattel. Uh, I'm actually going to write him tonight. and remind him you better be coming out with a Kurt angle and Triple H wearing S.H.I.E.L.D. gear action figures. I think that is outstanding. It takes me back to the days of the NWO when, um, you know, one week you would like a guy and he would, then he would turn on his tag team partner like Scott Steiner or he would just agree to join the Wolfpack and he would put on that, or, you know, the NWO and he would put on that iconic NWO shirt. And from then on forth, that was kind of like his uniform. Uh, to see Kurt, and to see Triple H in the iconic shield vest has been absolutely awesome. Um, so, yeah, Triple H looks phenomenal. Uh, I guess he's in total ring shape as he will be headlining one of the matches over in India against Jinder Mahal. Obviously, Triple H, now that it's getting into uh, WrestleMania season in about six to eight weeks, he is going to obviously find an opponent, opponent for WrestleMania. So, yeah, good to see Trips back. Now, on the Team SmackDown, we've got Shane McMahon, who, like I said, I'll reserve my comment on him. Shane is entertaining. Sometimes the crowd really gets into him. Uh, an electric crowd is always a good thing. Uh, Randy Orton, no comment. I get it. Randy Orton is a really good wrestler, but I would rather watch paint dry. Uh, but, hey, the RKO is a fun move, and, uh, yeah, good for him. Then we've got Bobby Roode. Uh, guys, again, let's go back four years okay and 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 I, I, you and i are sitting in a bar and i say i am from the year 2017 let me tell you what the main event of survivor series is going to be in 2017 it's going to be kurt angle this guy braun Strowman, you've never heard of fergal devitt from new japan samoa joe and triple h will be a team versus vince mcmahon's son shane Randy Orton, Bobby Roode from TNA, Nakamura from New Japan, and John Cena. If I told you that four years ago, and I said, I will literally give you a million dollars if it if 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 that doesn't happen, and you have to give me a million dollars if it does happen, you would have taken the bet. You would have said, yeah, right. There is no way that the WWE is somehow going to bring in, bring in, you know, Fergal Devitt, Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, 
and Shinsuke Nakamura. That's ridiculous. And there is no way that Shane's coming back. And there's no way that Kurt Angle's coming back. And, and, and Triple H in that match, that doesn't even make any sense. You wouldn't have believed me. And yet here we are. We are 48 hours away from seeing this match. Uh, so yeah, it's amazing that Bobby Roode's in WWE. His glorious gimmick has been insane. The crowd loves it. Uh, I'm really looking forward to see what happens with Bobby Roode in 2018. Uh, I think he's he's got top guy stuff. His in-ring work, his look, his mic work, he's got it all. Uh, then, of course, there's Nakamura. As I alluded to at the top of the show, <sighs> Nakamura in the WWE has been a little bit of a disappointment. Uh, from what I've heard, it might not all be WWE's fault. Uh, apparently, Nakamura tends to kick it into cruise control when he's not in a gigantic match. And um, we'll see if Royal Rumble and WrestleMania season can uh, raise his profile. As we all know that Nakamura's got it in him to be uh, one of the most interesting pro professional wrestlers in the world. Um, this could be a great match. And uh, rounding out that team, of course, is John Cena, who is a free agent but with SmackDown and for some reason fighting Raw. Whatever, like I said, it's wrestling. We're going to get to see the top stars against each other. So what do we think is going to happen in this match, and what do we look forward to? Uh, well, one, Kurt Angle facing off with Bobby Roode, facing off against Nakamura. That's pretty cool. Um, obviously, John Cena made his debut with ruthless aggression against Kurt Angle. So it's going to be cool to see those two against one another. Triple H versus Nakamura. Like, come on. Are you kidding me? Triple H versus Bobby Roode. Who would, who would we have ever seen that? That's crazy. Uh, got a couple wild cards, uh, a couple outliers, which is obviously Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I think they could very well cost Team SmackDown or since we've all got brand, brand loyalty fever, uh, maybe they will help SmackDown win this. Um, in addition to that, uh, if Jinder Mahal does not get involved in the WWE versus uh, WWE champion versus Universal champion match, I think Jinder Mahal could uh, get involved in the SmackDown match, uh, whether it's for or against SmackDown. I'm not quite sure. I don't know if they're going to do any on-camera work to hype up Jinder versus Triple H. Maybe they could do that. Um, but yeah, this is just, this is going to be a match that's totally filled with shenanigans but I'm absolutely looking forward to it. It's going to give us some really good teases for things that we're going to get to see again at the Royal Rumble and maybe in an extended featured program at WrestleMania or sometime thereafter. Uh, and that brings us to our final match, which I kept till last. So as I said in the beginning, when Brock Lesnar pinned The Undertaker, I jumped up. Uh, this is not very popular, but I never liked The Undertaker all that much. Now, I'm not saying that as, oh, he's a terrible dude, blah, blah, blah. I'm saying that as someone that I always liked Stone Cold, or I always liked Edge, or I always liked CM Punk. I've always liked other people other than The Undertaker. And uh, when Brock Lesnar beat him at WrestleMania, I was initially furious Brock Lesnar's a part-time wrestler, and I felt as though that was an honor that should have went to a guy who shows up for 200, 
pro wrestling events a year. Now, with that said, I felt that Brock Lesnar at that point was carrying the Ultimate Championship. I am the man that beat The Undertaker at WrestleMania. And I figured the first guy to dominate Brock Lesnar and beat him would almost kind of win that championship. I'm the man that beat the man, The Undertaker. You know, you know, beat The Undertaker. So when Goldberg did it, it was ridiculous. When Brock beat him at WrestleMania, I guess I was a little happy. I've been a little frustrated that Brock Lesnar obviously isn't on TV every week, but he's had a pretty good year. And um, we now get to see him fight the phenomenal one. AJ Styles. I had a really big concern that Brock Lesnar would get beat by Jinder Mahal, probably in a cheap fashion, but beat nonetheless. And that would have been very frustrating that the guys that hold pinfall victories over Brock Lesnar are Goldberg and Jinder Mahal. I, uh, I didn't hate the Jinder experiment, if you will. I think the guy works hard. I think he's got talent. I just, I like guys that like to fight. I like guys that I've watched struggle to get to that place. Now, I understand Jinder. Jinder didn't even work for the WWE, what was it, 18 months ago. Uh, and he fought his way back, and he worked hard for it. And in a lot of ways, maybe we didn't always see him on camera, but he earned a chance to be WWE champion. Uh, but it's just... As a wrestling fan, I knew that they were going to India, and it just felt like they were keeping him as WWE champion until India. Obviously, for some reason, they called an audible. For whatever reason, the WWE has been pulling out all the stops. Now, I don't know if that's panic over ratings, especially as they go up against the juggernaut that is Monday Night Football. I don't know if that's concerns about the growing popularity of the Bullet Club and New Japan Pro Wrestling and Chris Jericho Wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom. But I think WWE somewhere is nervous, whether it's financially, creatively, uh, with competition, with ratings. I think they're nervous, and I think that they wanted to have a big, big, big-time one-on-one match for Survivor Series. And that's where AJ Styles came in. Now, I had said that Charlotte is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Uh, Kenny Omega is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Uh, when he's given the opportunity, Seth Rollins is one of the best wrestlers on the planet. And yet, with all that talent, if you could see me right now, I've got my fingers, uh, I'm kind of going up about an inch every single time I say a wrestler's name. You got, you got Charlotte, you got Kenny Omega, you got Seth Rollins. Then you go up six inches, you go up a foot, and there's AJ Styles. You've got the best in the world. That isn't hyperbole. That isn't a gimmick. AJ Styles, at in his late 30s, is the best wrestler on the planet. And we get to see the best wrestler on the planet. We get to see the guy, the most convincing champion in all of WWE, you know, like I said, Brock, he's in, he's out, he's doing UFC, he's taking six months off. You have AJ Styles, who shows up and has the match of the night, every night, since he's been in the WWE for the past two years. 
AJ Styles is the man. And we get to see him fight Brock Lesnar. Now, as I had mentioned, Jinder could inject himself into this match. Jinder could inject himself into the SmackDown vs. Raw Survivor Series match. Personally, I want to see, clean as a whistle, Brock Lesnar and AJ Styles go at it. We are talking about two of the most important performers in all of WWE and all of pro wrestling going at it at one of the biggest WWE pay-per-views of the year. This could be a 20, 30-minute match. This could be what ends the show. It won't be because it's called Survivor Series, so it's going to end with a Survivor Series match. But uh, either guy can win here, and it would be convincing. If AJ Styles beats Brock Lesnar, yeah, yeah, no crap, man. AJ Styles is the best wrestler in the world. It doesn't matter if Brock Lesnar's got 100 pounds on him and a six six inches to a foot on him. Uh, if AJ Styles beats Brock Lesnar, I believe it. And obviously, if Brock Lesnar beats AJ Styles, I believe it. Uh, again, uh, this is where the WWE, they've absolutely blown my mind. When this whole thing was announced, I said, this is the most meaningless pay-per-view of all time. There are no consequences. Nobody's going to win a belt. Nothing new is going to happen. Uh, all the match finishes are just going to be goofy and unnecessary. And here we are. And we've got one of the most interesting matches of the year. It, it could be match of the year. We've seen Brock versus uh, when he fights a guy like Seth Rollins. If you remember Royal Rumble several years ago, it was Brock versus Cena versus Rollins. And uh, Brock can keep up with a guy like that. Uh, he can make a guy like that look really good. And a guy like that can make Brock look really good. So really, we're in, it. We're, we're in for a treat on uh on sunday night so uh i look forward you know to you guys tuning in i thank you guys so much for joining me on my first podcast here um i tried to keep it short i, I didn't i just i got excited and that's a surprise because i wasn't i wasn't supposed to be excited about this especially considering the fact that my philadelphia eagles are going up against the uh dallas cowboys in what is a very uh also a very important matchup for my philadelphia eagles and I, I told my buddies, I said, guys, I'm just going to watch the football games. Survivor Series is going to be stupid. And now I can't shut up about it. So uh, just, you know, kind of back to the top of the card here. I think Enzo Amore is going to keep that belt in the Cruiserweight Championship match. Uh, I think Baron Corbin is going to kind of get a signature victory here over the Miz, Curtis Axel, and Bo Dallas. Uh, he needs that win. I think we're going to have to see probably Team Raw uh, in the men's match, win it. Whether Sami Zayn and uh, Kevin Owens cost them the match or whether just the sheer firepower of Kurt Angle, Triple H, Finn Balor, Braun Strowman, and Samoa Joe is just too much to overcome. Uh, whether we start to see some infighting on SmackDown, I think Raw wins that one. For the women's, uh, again, I, I, I know I kind of gl uh, glossed over that one, but I think Team Raw wins again. Uh, Asuka's a powerhouse who should maybe never lose in WWE. Really, if she's only going to be here two, three, four years, just have her never lose. Uh, I know that sounds ridiculous, but, but the woman's is amazing. Uh, Raw Tag Team Champions, uh, I think we're going to see SmackDown take one here. 
Uh, Jimmy and Jay are killing it right now, and uh, I think they're going to be able to get the best of Cesaro and Sheamus. Uh, the Shield versus the New Day. I think we're going to see the Shield win this, as I said. Uh, the sum, what is, what is that saying? The the sum is greater, the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. Or uh, well, Yeah, long story short, Shield versus New Day is evenly matched, but when you break it up on a guy-by-guy basis, Ambrose, Reigns, Rollins, you can't beat them. The Shield's first official match back, uh, the, they're going to kick some butt. Uh in uh, Raw versus SmackDown uh, for the women's uh, match, I think we're going to see Alexa Bliss lose to Charlotte because Charlotte Flair is incredible. And uh, gosh, I-, I cannot wait to see what her and Alexa do in that match. I think it is going to be beyond entertaining. Uh, if this final match that I'm going to mention was not on the show, uh, that would absolutely steal the show. But the match that is going to steal the show, it should close it, it will not, is going to be Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles. And I think AJ Styles finds a way to beat Brock Lesnar. You heard it here first. It is going to be shocking. It is going to be impressive. It is going to be brutal. It is going to be fast-paced. It is going to be phenomenal. AJ Styles, your WWE champion pins Brock Lesnar, your universal champion. That's it for me, guys. Uh, if you have any suggestions on what you'd like to, for me to cover in the future, you can reach out to me on Twitter at IonRyan, Instagram at IonRyan. You can find me on Facebook, IonRyan. That's two words. Have a great weekend, and uh, hope you enjoy Survivor Series, and uh, go Birds.